All right, funnier fake sponsor. Okay. Middles, Middlesbrough Pool Filling Service. So we had the Middlesbrough Pool Filling Service, and we had the Greater Burnley Rickshaw Carriers. They're both very funny. Yes. Okay. What about um, Stoke Stoke Upholstery? Stoke Upholstery. Stoke Upholstery. There's a word in there. There's two words in there. That can be one word. Or or. Oh, how about Newcastle's Old Castles tour? Yeah. Look at the old castles of Newcastle. Instead, West Ham, Great East London, instead Upton Park, Upton Holstery. We we give you we give you West Ham themed curtains. We put West Ham themed curtains in your home or bar. All right, so this episode, this mini episode of Police Force FC is brought to you by Upton Holstery. Upton Holstery. Upton Holstery. Upton Holstery. If you live in the East London area and you would like some claret and blue, uh, anything curtains, that needs we can couches. Put, yeah, we can put stuff on a couch. We can give Ottoman. you some kind of like little cozies to put over your big TV. Claret and blue, people. Tis the season. Deck the halls with with boughs of hammers. First game, this is also filmed, recorded on Thursday, September 15th. So tomorrow we've got Chelsea-Liverpool. Three we words do. on it. Tomorrow, not the second Friday night game of the season. Uh, three words. Um, are Chelsea ready? Mm. Mm. It's a Friday night. They might, they might be used to getting drunk on Thursday nights. Okay. And, uh... I think they're gonna get caught. I think they might get caught slipping, especially since uh, they 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 coughed up some some real easy to concede goals on uh, on their game with with the ailing Swansea, but the resplendent horse Leroy Fur, and uh, Liverpool. I watched them play, and they looked they looked great. Um, I don't know. I do think I do think Chelsea are gonna get out of, come out of the gate. With a little bit more hesitancy, especially because they're going to stick David Luiz in there, who is a modicum of stability. I was gonna my my I'm gonna save a word for later on. My two words on uh, on the game are David Luiz. Why don't you just say Luiz and save two words for later? No, because I really like him and I want his first name to be in there. Okay. So David Luiz. I also want to get people confused with Adruiz, the striker. <laughs> does he have? Does David Luiz have like four names? Definitely. Like in Brazil, so we might have to. If you want to give full. Uh, full credence to the man. You might have to spend one of your words from Hull. While you Arsenal. while you look that, <laughs> I'm not taking it from Hull or so. If I'm taking it, if I'm taking it from anywhere, it's gonna be Lester Burnley. But we'll get there. David Luiz, because there's two David Luizes. There's the David Luiz who can chase down all these very fast attackers. Liverpool have, and there's the David Luiz who gave up uh, eight to Brazil. And no team in the Premier League plays like the Brazil national team, like Liverpool. So it's one of two things for David Luiz and his. Wait, 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 like the Brazil or the German national team? Because you said they gave oh, up yeah, eight yeah, to Brazil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. I think I think your take still makes no, sense. It still stands. It's also this, yeah. seven goals, but I I think you're right. 
no team plays like the German national team like Liverpool. I'm down with that opinion. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see what David Luiz comes back. And, you know, coming back from the French League to, let's be honest, there's not that much competition in that league. He might, he might be able to surprise to see how much better Liverpool have got. Ah, well, I mean, he was here with Suarez, so he knows how good they used to be. But and I think he might underestimate them. Or he could come overprepared and dominate the game. And score a free kick. Oh, I really hope he scores. I hope he has one of those big run-up free kicks. Yeah, from like the from the circle in the middle. God, that Luis is so cool. I really hope he does something memorable in this game and in further games for us to like have ongoing David Luiz. Yeah, games. we really need the content. But we can't force them in there. No. No, he's a content maker. All right, then we got Saturday. If you're waking up the crack, of, oh man, it's not even a crack of dawn game. There's no early game. There's no early game. Thank God. I go 10 a.m. Maybe a little cup of Joe, and then we got a whole arsenal. Whole the, arsenal on the docket. What do you got for that? What, what you... are my What are my three words? Hull's uh, wagon breaks. I think this is their bridge too far, and I think this is where the regression to the mean begins. We've already seen regression to the mean starting with West Ham. And Leicester playing down to what previous below previous heights, and I think Hull have had a lot of time to let their form kind of cool off, and Arsenal um, have been playing enough that they've probably sorted out their usual early hoodoo. This is the you know week five is like when normal stuff starts to happen. I think okay in most situations. So that's that's my ooh. She just said normal service resumes. That would have been a better three word. All right, mine's gonna be more papered cracks. Oh, here we go. I just think the opposite opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I haven't seen enough from. I, I two things. One, I think Hull is solid. I think they're a lot of people were quick, myself included, to write them off as definite relegated. Just seeing the championship next year, but they've played really well with their with their team, and you know they've got more signings to inject into their starting eleven than Arsenal. So they both are kind of figuring themselves out at the same time. But Arsenal still, for how good they should be, look lopsided, especially against Southampton. And this could be an Arsenal 3-1 win with like two goals in the 88th and 90th minute. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be a win that's just like proving more and more that Arsenal aren't where they should be after this many years of, you know, Wenger, of course, is no longer there. It's just David Moy David Moyes, David Moyes. It's David Moyes' David first year. David Moyes. David Moyes. David Moyes. It is his first year there, so give him a break. But if this was still Arsene Wenger's team, I would say that he needs to go. Yeah, no, David David Moyes. Um, I think he. I think he's he's a no nonsense manager. I think we can expect no nonsense from this game. All right, Lester Burnley. You gonna you gonna steal some words or give up some words for this one? It's. I'm not gonna say words. I'm just gonna say my whole opinion. It's. It's not that cool of an upset if Burnley win and if Leicester win. It's like a game wasn't even played. Do you watch Leicester's Champions League game? I did. Yeah, and they um they definitely turned it on. I mean, Albrecht's goal was pretty sloppily defended. I think I think I don't know if it was the center back on Club Brug or if it was the you call Bruges Brug Club Brug, uh, or if it was the center back from Leicester. One of the one of the center backs headed that on, like the goalie could have gotten to that, but somebody headed that on, I think, and then all right and hit it in. Also, should note that Leicester scored all their goals from uh, set pieces, free kick, penalty, and throw-in. And I feel like that's definitely been said, but not by me. So I think they can do some more of that. I think we can see, we can look forward to that. It's a it's a real nothing game. 
Yeah, I'm running out of steam. Like, you're, like we're both saying stuff, but let's be honest. Your viewers at home, it's if Burnley win this, okay, upset, sure. And if yeah. Leicester win, it's like, well, obviously it was against Burnley. David Luiz Morea Mourinho. Mourinho. M-A-R. Uh, Mourinho. That would have been a great ongoing story. <laughs> Ooh. Like a Freaky Friday sort of situation. Or that they're the same guy. <laughs> Just a wig. <laughs> All right. They we, could they they could look not too dissimilar. Oh my! You know off. what? You're not too too wrong. That's like they look more David Luiz than they don't. People at home, look this up. We'll put this on Twitter. David Luiz and Mourinho side by side don't look too different. If you you tell me if it's a if it's a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Also, if you've ever seen Mourinho's son, he's a goalie at Fulham. Mourinho's son. Is Mourinho's looks, son a goalie at Fulham. Yeah, Mourinho's son looks nothing like Mourinho. Who's the best son of a manager currently playing? Currently playing. I mean, he's currently coaching. Wait. So the best playing son of a manager currently coaching. I mean, like, Zidane's sons are good. Yeah. Alex Bruce and Steve Bruce. Where does Alex Bruce play? Hull. Hull. Uh, who has kids? I mean, like, Fergie had Gus Alex Foyette Fer- has a kid on West Ham. Alex Ferguson was good. Uh, um, does David Moyes have a kid? Probably somewhere in the Arsenal Academy. Yeah, uh, you would think. Who? Oh, 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 oh. Klinsman, uh, his son is the goalie for Cal Berkeley. It's not pro, but no. he's pretty good. Uh, that's a high ranked team. It's yeah, probably better than Michael Bradley. We'll talk about that later. Ugh. Um, try to think of a good manager. I mean, the best players probably have kind of like whatever manager dads. No, it's always like always like the really good players always came from like their dad was like a, a second burnout. division goalkeeper. Yeah, like Hazard was an example. Of that. Yeah, like like they never like. Great athletes always come from failed yeah. athletes, and then they, their kids end up being like it skips a generation. Mourinho never made it as a pro, so his son David Luiz had to pick up the reins. Oh, we are shit. making content. Here we go. We got it. Took us six minutes, and we finally got some asinine David Luiz story. <laughs> All right, let's move on, though. We got City Bournemouth. All right, you know what? I'm not. No, I'm not. (laughs) Six goals. I was. I was like every bit of me wants to say Bournemouth's winning this game, but I don't. Six goals. You're gonna say six goals. I'll say six goals. Maybe it's five one or four two. It's gonna be six goals. Six goals. I'm calling. um, My three words on the matter are, Wilshire, please score. Yeah, I want Jack Wilshire to score so badly. That would be. Pretty, especially because City offered how many million for him a year ago? Yeah, and now he's on Bournemouth. It'd be it'd be so so so. I think it was two years ago, but I think it'd be so great if if Wilshire scored. Is Gundogan gonna? He's he played for. He played in the Champions in League. The Champions League. Mm, maybe we'll we'll see his debut. That'd be fun. All right, what's after this? We got a uh, Brom West Ham. Ah, right, West Brom West Ham. Now this is a this is another. Uh, mini episode of Does West Brom Care? West Ham are a huge question mark right now. So any win or loss to West Ham at this juncture says nothing about the state of either team. <laughs> Moving on. Enter West Brom. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the team that doesn't care if they win or lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this is just a great big question mark, and any way it happens, like, it won't be that relevant. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't really found too many great games so far. 
No. Everton Burrow. As I live and breathe, we find the game of the weekend. Did we? Oh, we did. <laughs> is, 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 is your three words game of weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. Those are my three words. Game of weekend. Okay, my three words are I'm not sure about that. All right. Well, we haven't used three words in a while, so we definitely both have a few in the bank. Okay, yeah. This is probably not my game of the weekend. I'm, dude, I'm saying Negredo and Lukaku really have a good squaring off here. Mm. When would they square off, though? I mean, it's who could score more. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You think Lukaku's going to score more goals than Harry Kane this year? Um, is Lukaku on penalties? Uh, mm. I think he is. I think he Baines was taking them for a while. But Baines might come back. Well, I don't know. Ever had Everton haven't had a penalty in a long time. Can't couldn't tell you. I know, but in general, I always like to consider that. I mean, yeah, I, I have no problem saying that he's more athletic, okay. and he's also, I think over his, I think his goal per game returns better than Harry Kane's. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna Who win? You got? I got Everton after watching them just dismantle Sunderland. Yeah, I gotta take them. But it's good that they had the better second half than the better first half because now they're coming in red hot. Mm-hmm. Middlesbrough, I don't know what they did last week. I do not recall. They tied. No. Uh, yeah. With Brahma, I think? Uh, call me back when, when Braggy's on starts. Or Pals. No, I think they lost to Pal 2-1. Uh, yeah, put on back in, and you'll see some turnaround, and, and I'll get interested. Keep in mind, the coin did say that Valdez is starting this Oh, week. can you get a coin up in here? Hold on, I got a coin in my wallet. While you're doing that, what's the next game? The next game is Watford Man U Sunday. I'm going I'm to say just quick must win. United just lost the Europa um, first game of the season, and they lost the City, and it's going to really suck for them if they lose this game. All right, heads, Guzan, tails, Valdez. Heads. There we go. All right, now I'm in. We'll watch, 100%. All right, guys, so Guzan in net against Everton. Keep that in mind. But back to the Watford United game. Um, I'm just just go back and say must win. I think they will win it, but it's a real must win. And people like Pogba need to step up, and people like Martial need to step up. Rooney, you know, come on, man. Just... Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Uh, well, he's rest. He's he's rested, you know, and he doesn't get enough rest, and maybe maybe a little bit of a little bit of sleep was all he needed to turn it around. I think worst time for Watford. I think nobody nobody counted them against West Ham, and they got four on the road, and now like you know you can see it going anyway. I don't really know. Maybe no one counted it. I called that. Your co-host over here. I wasn't listening. Oh, I was bored. I was thinking about Pyatt getting two assists and then that he did. And that's what mattered because I said that. Is that game starting at 7 a.m.? Yep. On a Sunday? Yep. Oh, that's heinous. It is heinous. Most people are in church at that time. Most. This is this is not right. Most, most, most. All right, what's next? Palace Stoke. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to say this. This is going to be my hot take. Benteke hat trick. Ooh, I mean, to heap the misery on Mark Hughes. It, it would be so shocking if that happened. Because it would, it would I mean, Mark Hughes might get, might get can't. Oh my god! Is, is Do we have a hot seat alert? Absolutely wee, have a hot seat. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> wee, Mark Hughes on the hot seat is Stoke. Yeah. Is there a horse pun for hot seat? Uh, I don't think you brand horses. <laughs> you could. You wouldn't. <laughs> um, what about like the Confederate Army is starving? 
who's the next horse that's going to get eaten. I don't know. We kind of have that with dog food of the week. Yeah. I guess we get if we want to get two horse-eating pun the jokes in there. That's that's a, two's a crowd on that on that one. All right, so Stoke Palace, what do you think here? Do you I, think Stoke are able to turn it around? I think a fight happen, like like like, a, like not an actual fight. Like they'll they'll put up a fight. Like you, there's too too much talent in that side to go to an indifferent Crystal Palace and just lay an egg. If they do. We'll definitely see the Confederate Army, you know, boil up a couple of horse legs in the form of Mark Hughes, but I don't see it happening. Um, I think I think Boney's in there. I have faith. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that I have as, I have a lot of faith in Stoke. Um, and this is another one where where if I have a pronouncement to make about whoever loses this game, so All I right. can get away with this pronouncement regardless of what happens. Whoever loses this game are in for a rough couple of months. Wow. They're not going to get relegated, but they're in for a rough couple of months. You think you've got the cash in the bank to cash that check? I think I've, I've written... I'm going to use the You're cash... You're writing that check. I'm using the cash from my Piat to assist take, and I'm going to write the check. Loser of this game is in for a rough couple of months. If it's a draw, neither team's in for a rough couple of months. Wow. Bold. <laughs> yeah, it's just I like to play the field, you know. Bet a little bit on everything on the on the board. Yeah, always bet the long shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but also like take the favorite to like, recoup. 45%. If you bet on every horse, you win something. We gotta start doing prop bets on this show. We should start doing prop bets. Um, Southampton Swansea. Ooh, the high flying Leroy Fur meets the revenant J Rodriguez in a clash of. Coastal towns. Oh my God! This uh, probably have three words here. Bad team derby. Southampton have been low key kind of good. They're in the bottom three. Yeah, but they're playing well. Yeah. Give. Are they okay? Overdue for result. Is that three yeah, words? Yeah, 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 that's fair. Overdue for result. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, Swansea overdue for loss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, thank you. All right, maybe we'll get Nathan Redman back in the score sheet. He's one of my he's one of my bucking Broncos. Bucking Bronco, Nathan Redman. I'm I mean, of course Lee Refer is going to have one. I'm feeling Hoiberg gets one. Hoiberg. Hoiberg. What do we, who takes penalties? Probably got to be. Now you're wondering. <laughs> Tadich. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely Tadich. All right, so we got a goal coming from the defensive midfielder Hoibjerg against Swansea. <laughs> He's not defensive. He's just deep line. Yeah, fair. All right, next up, the final game of the weekend. I got the three words ready. Poch takes, Poch gives test. <laughs> Senor Poch coming into, as you all know, Lord of the Flies and Sunderland. Oh, they're coming to him. They're coming to him? Perfect. Yeah. So the kids are taking a field trip to Senor Poch's class. When they will walk into an unsuspecting pop examine divvied out by the Spanish teacher himself, Senor Pochettino. And he's mad because he had some bad stuff go down in the midweek where, yeah. his, where his class like failed a standardized test. All right, my three words are um, a, little bit of a, a little bit of a history lesson. And um, uh, we're going to go, the, my three words are the forced busing debate. If you are from Boston and you can remember back to the 1960s, you will recall a time of great social upheaval 
at the busing of students from poorer neighborhoods into wealthier neighborhoods. That was a thing, like everywhere, in, like Boston included. Well, but. Boston was like a really big had that had that problem, like like it reached like na it got national media attention. I think what we've got here is a case of scrappy kids going to the going to the posh school. You're comparing this to like Little Rock, not Little Rock per se, but I do think that we are in for a clash of styles. I think we're in for a clash of sensibilities. And I think we're in for a physical altercation. I think there might be a couple of actual fights on the field this time. I think um, I think this this will see more fireworks per player than any other game this weekend. And that's simply on the basis of the two meta narratives we have about these teams, but also because that's how they play. I think that I think that's like not unfair to say that you might have some physical combative play by Sunderland against. Spurs trying to prove they're not lily-livered after losing to Monaco in the midweek. That was like easily the most analysis on this episode. Most I've ever done. <laughs> and, it's, and it's mostly based on a half-baked history analogy to two jokes I made. We're both taking Tottenham in this, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, no, I'm taking a draw. You're taking a draw. I'm taking a hard-fought draw. All right. What do you think the score line is going to be then? If you're saying draw, you got to give the score line. Oh, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a mm, one all. A one all. It's a one all as Sunderland uh, fight their way back in and and then stave out the the ninetieth minute goal. Okay, so that's the games uh, for this week. Mm -hmm. Now, also, I want to do fan a little more fire on the uh, on your one of your tales. You like to tell the uh, Rashford Iniacho. Um, Storyline: The Hollywood rise to fame of Marcus Rashford, yeah, and shadowed by his his rival Crosstown, his town. His, his his basically Slytherin, his nefarious counterpart Iniacho. Yeah, yeah. How many Instagram? Not Instagram. How many Twitter follows followers does Iniacho have? I, well, it's either surprisingly little or surprisingly a lot. Where are you going with it? I'm gonna go with surprisingly a lot. I'm uh, gonna say that he has. 210,000. Ineacho, as of September 15th, has 77,000 followers. That's way too high. How many does Marcus Rashford have? Okay, this one's weird because I feel like it's got to be like 800,000. If, if nine, I know 9 million people follow Man United on Twitter. So it's got to be like around a tenth of that. Or a twelfth of that. I'm going to go with 500k. Marcus Rashford has 290,000. Okay, I was high on both counts, but the ratio, I was... I was. So that's a big check for Marcus Rashford. Right, okay, it is. So Marcus Rashford, th I mean, that's a plus for him in the uh, debate of who's better. I think what we're... <laughs> I think that the, the issue is that Marcus Rashford's story is not a rocky story, right? It's not It's not a guy punching punching meat in a, in a freezer. It's, it's this is the kid who, like has a destiny to claim before him, you know? He's the kind of, like... It's it's like a Harry Potter thing, or, like, a... He's, like, an action hero kind of thing. But, like, there's suddenly this, like, well-connected, if he's not as popular, like, dude that's, like, a little bit older than him that is, like, just putting the sort of carrot out in front of him, just, like, always a little bit beyond reach. I find it interesting that to give... One thing I wanted to bring into the Marcus Rashford story is, uh, for those of you who play FIFA, the FIFA 17 demo is out, and 
there is a sort of campaign mode where you can play as a young Manchester it's United called the, striker. The Journey is what the it's The Journey, called. okay, so it's, yeah. It's a one-player storyline where you play as a young United striker. Am I right on that? Yep. Right. So, well, that's how it starts. I feel, and this is only in the demo. We don't yet know really how it works. I know a certain player whose life story that resembles, and as you said in an article, they actively drew inspiration from. They did, they did. Mm. Interesting. Maybe we'll see a kind of Ihianacho rival figure emerge from the blue side of town. There is one. It's on. He's on Manchester United already. Tell me. He's white. Oh, they've instilled him into the game. What's, and he's like, on United. You, you, you. Okay, you haven't really played the journey enough to get into where you're going here. Let's go back to the Ihianacho Rashford rivalry for a second. Okay, what? Because <laughs> who do you think's taller, Marcus Rashford or Ihianacho? Oh, that's a great question. Um, he's got the Ihianacho by like one inch. Ihianacho is taller by two and a half inches. Oh wow! Ihianacho is six foot one and a half, and Rashford's five eleven. Who's older? Oh, I know that Ihianacho is older. Yep. Do you know how much older? A year, right? Yeah, pretty much exactly a year. Rashford's born on Halloween '97, and Ihianacho's October third. So, oh, Ra- that's so messed up. I remember Halloween '97. Wow. Yeah. I guess it's a sign. I was, uh, was that the year I was Woody from Toy Story? Remember one year I was Woody from Toy Story, and then the year before I went as a traffic jam. Like, I had a cardboard box with all a bunch of cars on it around me, and I wore, like, a high-visibility jacket, and I had a whistle. I, okay. Well, either way, Marcus Ratchard was born that day. He's um, young. I'm saying while he's young. You, while you were wearing one of those two things. It's weird. It's weird that I remember that day, and it was the day he was born. And he's playing in the Prem. And the final question. So right now it's 2-1, to one, Rashford Ignacio. Right. Who has more Premier League goals? Who has more Premier League goals? Yep. Uh, I don't know. Ignacio? Yep. How many? Ignacio has nine Premier League goals. And Rashford has, has have the same amount. Or... He has six. Okay, he has six. What so about six all, to nine. What about all competitions? Uh, I can't pull that up too quickly, so I'm not going to do it because we're running out of time. But I will say that... Oh, wow! Ineacho was also on loan at the crew. He was on loan at the Columbus crew? Yeah. When? Oh, f- uh, 2014. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Anyway, yeah, Ineacho, he has... In 29 appearances in the Premier League, he has 9 goals. And Marcus Rashford, in 13 appearances, has 6 goals. Can't say who's better. The rivalry continues apace. It's 2-2 on the score sheet. Is there a tiebreaker? No, we're going to leave it at that. Maybe someone scores this weekend. Ooh. All right, well, that, that'll see us right into the weekend. So uh, g- uh, keep an eye out for those young, those young uh, stars out there. See if the, the story develops. And get Let's see if we get a tiebreaker. Deep into the new act. All right, so I'll see you guys Monday for the review.